Welcome to the Make Money Behave podcast, where we talk about your money, your circumstances, and the small changes in your behavior that will have a big impact on both. My name is Maria Casillas, and I am honored to be your host. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Make Money Behave podcast. I am your host, Maria Casillas. And before I jump into any content today, I just want to call out the elephant that is in the room. I know it has been months, like darn near a year since I joined you on this podcast. And I have a history of not being super consistent in many areas. And so I know that this is not the first time I've had to start an episode with, gee, I'm sorry, it's been so long since I've, you know, jumped on here with you. Uh, But this one has been a little bit different. And so I want to at least kind of give you some heads up as to what's been going on behind the scenes, where I've been, what I've been doing, and how all of that is shaping what you're going to be able to expect in the future from me. So again, I know it's been several months, lots of stuff has been going on in my life since then. Uh, But I'm going to first address like why I stopped recording in the first place, because this is actually something that's really fun for me. And I have had a lot of people reach out and just be like, hey, you know, I noticed that I haven't heard from you in a while. Is everything okay? And I've always addressed those messages and questions individually, um, but I haven't actually done anything publicly. Uh, You might notice that I haven't been anywhere on social media for very, uh, very much at all in the last several months either. And um, so anyway, I just wanted to address kind of what's been going on. So first of all, the when I first stopped doing the recordings for this podcast, I think it was mostly due to overwhelm. Like my life was just absolutely insane. And I didn't know like when to make time for recording. I ended up not having a sitter for my littlest one. So the amount of quiet time that I have in my house is almost nil. And so it just it would have taken a lot of extra effort in order to create that time and also create the content to bring to you. So that's where it started was just pure overwhelm. And then it kind of shifted to priorities. Um, I basically, you know, like I said, my I didn't have a sitter for my kiddo. I was homeschooling my other kid, which you may or may not remember from some of my past episodes. And I'm still doing that, but it took, it's, I'm still in the learning process for much of that. Uh, I just realized that that had to be a priority over anything I was doing business-wise for a little bit. And so I basically put my entire coaching business on hold so that I could shift into the priorities that were first and foremost for me at that time. And in a nutshell, that was my kids and my family. And then I think from there, you guys, it went to a place of fear. I think most of it was like after, you know, two months, three months, four months, five months, six months of not actually showing up and talking to you on a regular basis, not making the time to hit record, not um, really taking the time to gather my thoughts and be able to impart them onto anyone who's willing to listen. I think after months and months of that, it just became almost like a fear of starting over and the The further that I went from the most recent episode, the more that fear started to set in. And it was just a lot harder to, like I said, make the time to make that happen. And then an incredible shift happened. Excuse me. That fear of starting over 
kind of shifted to a fear of not living into my purpose. And I think that happened while some of the other stuff in my life was taking place. And I'm actually going to share some of that with you today so that you can kind of understand the process that my mind went through, uh, that just that some of the decision-making processes that I've gone through. And then also, I think it'll be a really good opportunity for me to kind of let you know what to expect from this podcast moving forward. Because like I said, not only have I been super busy doing things, but so many experiences have taken place over the last several months that it's just like I'm overflowing with content to share with you. And now I just want to be able to get it all out. Um, And I'm not going to do that all at once, obviously, but I do want to kind of give you an idea of what to expect moving forward. So um, since I last recorded, I have done quite a few things. Um, I actually took a new job and have since quit that job. I will get into some of the specifics about that, uh, not only today, but over the next, you know, several episodes. Uh, I have gotten pretty good at getting into a new routine, and I've been working on that consistency that I know is one of those fatal flaws of mine. Uh, I've been actually getting a little bit better in some areas of my life, not all of them, but I would like to share some of that with you as well. I'm also part of a book study that I think is going to just give me a lot of content for you moving forward because some of the insights that are coming up and some of the you know quotes and suggestions that are in some of these books I think are super, super powerful for you. And I absolutely intend to pass those along. And I did hit pause on my personal business in terms of not advertising to try to bring on new clients. However, I did have existing clients that I've continued to work with over the last several months, as well as a number of people who knew what I was doing and came to me on their own accord, and I brought them on as clients as well. Uh, So, you know, while I did technically hit pause, I kept going for anyone that needed me in the moment. So I've gotten some really great insights from not just working with those clients, but also working with the coaches that I've been working with. So I'm really excited to share a lot of that with you over the next, you know, several months as, as things come up. Today, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about that job that I took on and the process that I went through, the deciding process, the, um, just kind of like the the progress of thought that took place while I was deciding whether or not to take it on and then what happened during the job and then why I ultimately decided I needed to give it up. And I'm hoping that you can take some of those insights and apply them to your own life and some of the decisions that you've made recently um, just to kind of, you know, I guess assess where you are and really ask yourself, is this what you want to be doing? Is it where you want to be? Because that's really one of the biggest questions that I had to ask myself. So I'm not going to share what exactly or whom I worked for specifically, but I will share uh, that it was for a friend of ours. 
So they are uh, some people that we go to church with, actually, which is great. Uh, they're really, really wonderful people. And they were opening a business and had said, hey, you know, we'd really like your skill set in this area to help us with X, Y, and Z. I immediately said no thank you when, when they first approached me because in my mind I'm like no you know I just I don't think that I have time for that I mean I've got these two businesses that I'm running and I volunteer and I'm just there were all sorts of things and I, I had already you know committed to taking on schooling for my daughter and I just thought in the moment I was like overwhelmed just thinking about it and I thought no no that's not a good idea and then certain little hints would would pop up. So there'd just be like almost these signs, if you will. Uh, you know, a client would say, hey, I think you'd be really good at this. Have you ever considered doing that? And it happened to be in the arena of what this job was. And then, you know, someone else would say, I think you'd be really great at this. Have you ever considered that? And after that happened about three or four times, I was like, you know, I should probably at least heed some of these hints because maybe this is a direction that I should be going. Maybe it is something that I can do. It was going to be a favor to my friends. I would have made a little bit of money on the side, which I'm like, you know, that that's actually a win-win. We could definitely use it. And so I thought, well, why not? I'm always looking for new opportunities. Let's go for it. In that moment, because I, I, let me back up for a second. I've been really, really trying to be intentional about doing things that align with my values. And there are times when our values compete against each other. And so this might have been one of those times. But I just want to point out for you what some of the values are that I was thinking about when I was, you know, making these decisions. And in that moment, there was the value of continued learning. Like I, for me, it's just so important to always be learning new things, new, new twists on things that I might already know. I like to throw my own little sprinkle of personality into some of that stuff. And I can't do some of that unless I'm constantly learning. So this opportunity was just that. It was an opportunity to continue my education. Now, it wasn't going to school per se, but it, I definitely had to study and learn new things and be certified in some stuff. And and that was, it was a little bit invigorating. It, I haven't done anything like school since I got my master's degree. So, and that was, I'm, I know I'm dating myself here, but that was probably like 22 years ago. Um, and so you know, it was kind of invigorating to get back into the, I'm going to study, I'm going to take a test, I'm going to do well on that, and I'm going to feel good about that result. So that was one of the things, one of the values that I was leaning in towards. But the other one was serving. It's always been important to me to serve my clients well. And this particular job, what it was supposed to do was give me more information in an area that actually does affect my clients. And so I thought, well, this is actually great. I can get paid for training and I can use this newfound information to better serve the people that I'm serving. So it it was aligned with my values and the, like I said, all these little, this little tips or tri and, um, not tips and tricks, all of these little hints kept jumping out and I thought, okay, all right, this, this is something that it, it is well aligned and I think I can make this work. What happened <laughs> was after I got into the actual job, I realized that 
my job was going to be to sell something that I didn't super love. The overall, um, the overall product was something that I believe very strongly in, but some of the tenants of that product were not something that I was really excited about. So, so there was that. There was the, uh, that kind of initial letdown of, oh, I thought I was going to get to do XYZ, but now I'm doing ABC, and it's just not something that uh, super aligns with what I, what I love. So there was that, but then I had a competing value between that and loyalty. I mean, I had told my friends that I would do this favor for them and I wanted to be loyal and I wanted to do well. I don't, I don't like to sign up for something and then not do it well. So there was that. And I think that my boss, who again is an amazing person, saw some of that. <laughs> so I think he saw it going on, you know, behind my, my eyes, uh, in my head. And he asked me if I would like to do something different. Well, the different thing was to do more of a service work than anything in sales. So it was nice that I could technically get out of the sales arena of that. And I always have loved serving people. The clincher on that particular opportunity was that I got to work from home. So that was really great because now the values that that was aligned with was my flexibility. I was able to um, ask for a little bit of extra income on that and I was able to work from home so that I could actually, you know, be with my kids since I didn't have a sitter for them. So I said, yes, I'll, I'll do that. That seems a lot better to me. And it was. I was able to do that for about six months or so. And I always felt appreciated and I always felt accomplished, but I oftentimes felt super overwhelmed. It just got to the point where all of those things that I was really looking forward to, you know, like being able to work from home with my kids turned into darn near nightmare <laughs> because my kids would be running around and they'd be going crazy and they didn't, they didn't have the structure in those moments that they really craved. And, uh, you know, they watched too much TV during that time. And it just got to the point where my stress level was going much higher because I felt obligated to show up and serve them to, sh to serve my boss, right? Because that's what I signed up for. And I realized really quickly that I haven't had a boss in a really long time and I really didn't love that feeling. <laughs> and it's not because I don't like being told what to do. It was more like I knew that I did not want to let that person down. And so I would show up for them more than I would show up for myself sometimes. I would show up for them before I would show up for my kids. Because in my, in my work ethic mind, if I'm getting paid to do a job, I better show up and do that job. So now these values were competing with each other and I just, I remembered, in fact, you know, I talk about how I realized then that I didn't want a boss. That's not totally true. I actually did when I took on this, this job and I was doing it as a favor. I told my friend, I said, it's going to feel so weird to have a boss because I haven't had one in, you know, 20 years. And, uh, and sure enough, it, it did feel weird. That was, I don't think it was a self-fulfilling prophecy. I think I actually just, I knew myself at the moment. Uh, but I, I did start to see how my work ethic was going to be the thing that trumped everything else. And that started to not feel good. The other thing that didn't feel good was 
I eventually just kind of felt like I was more in a secretarial role than anything, even though this this role was technically a service role and I really enjoy giving uh, service to people and I would talk to people and, you know, help them along with certain things, but it just didn't it didn't fulfill me. I knew that I was meant for different things. Some might say greater things. Uh, And so I decided that in that moment, fulfillment was greater to me than an extra income. And I think what had happened, you guys, was that even though we didn't need that income going into that extra job, once I had it, we started to get used to that. And this is a phenomenon I just I want you to kind of remember because this happens to a lot of people. Uh, You start to get used to that and then you're spending that and or saving or investing. It doesn't matter what you're doing with it. You're used to having it. It's part of your cash flow. And then when you when I needed to decide, do I want to get rid of this? I had to adjust our cash flow. And it's crazy how lifestyle creep really does come in. And some of it was, you know, maybe our own lifestyle creep, but the majority of it was just life um, stage creep. I'll just call it that. Because when we st- when I started that job, we had a kiddo in high school. Well, we had two. Uh, but when I ended up quitting that job, we had one in college and one in high school. And so just the, the bills just look different, right? The amount of money that goes out, it looked different. It was more naturally just based on our life stage, more so even than our lifestyle. And so, the, you know, making that decision was a difficult one. It was one that I definitely had to think about. I had to pray about. I had to, you know, talk to my husband about and be like, hey, you know, you've always been a fantastic provider for this family. I know that this extra income has been uh, just an extra blessing for us. I just don't think I can do this anymore. And thankfully, he was super supportive of that. And we just shifted some stuff and we're figuring out a way to make it work. In fact, you'll probably be hearing some behind the scenes stuff with that too over the next several weeks and months because, I mean, I keep getting all of these life lessons just because I coach people around money doesn't mean I've got all the answers or that I always have it all together and that I don't, you know, make mistakes and and all of that. So I'm sure that you'll get to hear some of those faux pas over the next, (laughs) over the next few episodes. Um, But I just wanted to share with you today that this entire roller coaster of a ride in terms of decisions that I had to make regarding that particular job has really solidified for me how important it is to live into your purpose. I realized that even though I was working with people, I was not working with the amount of people that I wanted to. I knew and I still know that there are so many people out there who need what I have to offer and who need it in the way that I can offer it. I don't I don't offer something, you guys, that you can't get somewhere else. I mean, you can technically get financial coaching just about anywhere these days, especially. But I know that there are people who need it exactly the way that I'm going to present it to them. And I realized that as long as I continued to put my time and my efforts that were free into something that wasn't helping the people that I was meant to help, then it really was just a waste of time even though I was getting paid for that time. And that is one of those life lessons that, you know, it's taken me, gosh, till 44 to figure out. Um, But I think at the same time, it's one of those that I always kind of knew in the back of my mind. I just tested it. 
And I thought, well, maybe, maybe I'll go and, you know, do this differently. And, and I had a lot of, I had a lot of self-talk. I talked myself into a lot of things and I'm really, really glad that it only took the amount of time that it did to realize that it was time to redirect and go back to that which brings me the joy and that which makes me even a better mom, a better wife, and just a, a better person altogether because I'm actually doing the work that God had put me on this planet to do. So again, I welcome you back to the Make Money Behave podcast. I look forward to connecting with you, not just verbally here on the podcast, but also in person. I would absolutely love to hear what you've been doing over the last several months. Maybe you derailed yourself just like I did and you're ready to get right back on track. I think that would be fun to just hear about. Maybe you've just made some incredible strides over the last few months and you just want to share those with me and and have someone to celebrate with. I would love to do that with you as well. And if you're interested in learning a little bit more about what it looks like to work with me, we could absolutely do a free values audit, a free discovery session, whatever is best for you. You can do all of that by texting me at 623-400-5225. I'll be sure to put that in the show notes, but just in case you wanted to write it down right away, it is 623-400-5225. You guys, I really appreciate you tuning in today, and I look forward to seeing you next time. Have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Make Money Behave podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Help spread the word about the Make Money Behave podcast by leaving a five-star review and sharing the show with a friend. If you'd like to connect directly with Maria, text the word podcast to 623-400-5225. In the meantime, don't just make money, make money behave.